All right, folks, we are back with Carolina Conservatives. We are preachers with a punch, and we are very glad to be here with you once again. My name is Dr. Nathan Street. I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. Thank you for joining us. It's uh, been a while, seems like. I've been yeah. out uh, out of the out of the seat here for a while for some sickness, and we're back. So uh, good to see you again. Yes, absolutely. And boy, do we have quite a topic for you today. And I will say this, folks, that... Here's a little warning before we get started today that this there's going to be some controversial stuff. I'm going to be reading some things that has some language in it, that has some really difficult material uh, in it. So just want to give you a heads up. The reason why we do this, folks, is because you need to know. You need to be shocked out of your slumber. You need to understand of what is happening in our culture. And folks, what's happening to our children and this is very important that we really just give you what it is in its full rawness and let me tell you something it's going to be raw so make sure that you uh, if you are listening that you understand that there's going to be some things you may not want children to hear yes very graphic material ahead so please just be aware of that let me give you the premise of where we're going and why we why we chose to do a, another uh, podcast and a video on uh, this topic or graphic books last monday i went to a school board meeting in moore county and this i know the podcast gets downloaded several states so this is north carolina moore county north carolina I actually went there with a friend of mine who who spoke out on school safety, and that's a whole other issue that is uh, deserves its own time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I walked in, and you know, as w- you know, we have called out several of the school board members, mm-hmm. uh, Pam Thompson and uh, Libby Carter, and maybe a cup, maybe another one, uh, on the podcast about the George Bush book issue, the George book. I walk in and sit in the back of the room, and they come in getting ready to meet. And and everywhere I go, and I do this on purpose, I wear my suit mm-hmm. uh, because a big guy, uh, you know, a fat man in a suit, <laughs> you know, gets attention. And <clears throat> anyway, they look back there at me like, oh, my goodness, what's he here for? Oh, he's going to cause some trouble. <laughs> Actually, I'm just there as a spectator. But here's what happened. A man who I have come to know and respect by the name of James Peterson, and and he has gone on public, uh, uh, Facebook, social media. He's on video calling this out, so he won't mind me right. bringing his name. In fact, Keep doing he'll, it, James. he'll probably appreciate it. We Absolutely. appreciate everything he's doing. Absolutely. He gets up at the public speaking and speaks for three minutes, and what he does, he utilizes his time to quote the book Crank. Mm. And I'll be honest. It takes a lot to embarrass me. It takes a lot to turn my face red as far as subjects. But I was ready to crawl up under the seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly holding my head down because this is graphic material. Mm-hmm. And he's going more and more and more graphic. And I'll be honest, it's the longest three minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. And other speakers were speaking. They had the same allotted time. And it like it went by 30 seconds. But... Mr. Peterson gets up, and three minutes seems like an eternity. And I did look up two or three different times and notice specifically the face of Chairwoman Thompson, Vice Chair Libby Carter, and the Superintendent, Dr. Locklear. Absolutely no response. Mm. 
during all of this graphic material, absolutely no facial expression. No blushing, no, no change of disposition, nothing. That's a problem. Yes. And when, they got, when Mr. Peterson got done, when his time ran out, Vice Chair Libby Carter said, thank you, sir. Next speaker. <laughs> As if nothing ever happened. Right. And I'm just sitting there in awe that no one, absolutely no one, made a comment about this. So I, it, it reminds me, uh, Alan, it, it reminds me of Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah where uh, Jeremiah talks about that the people lose the ability to blush. And essentially what he's saying is that they've gotten to the point where they have seared their consciences so badly. They have accepted and embraced this evil and this perversion so much that nothing, nothing affects them anymore. Nothing bothers them. They are unembarrassed by anything anymore. And, folks, that's where we are today in our culture, in our nation. These leftists have gone so far off the rails. And and apparently, and we've tried to get Pam Thompson to come on the podcast here. We would give her give her all the time. We'd like to talk to her. We still would like to talk to her. Libby Carter, you as well. We'd love to talk to you. We've had other school board members who are willing to come on and talk to us and take Absolutely. tough questions. We want you to come on and answer for this. Why is this material not? Does it not bother you? Does it not make you? Uh, uncomfortable. I, I know that, for example, Pam Thomas works. Thompson works for. Uh, she works for a healthcare. Mm-hmm. And this stuff, this stuff is is badly. It's it's terrible stuff that could damage children psychologically, folks. This is this needs to be addressed. Well, we are busy men. I'm a pastor and have several other a lot of things going on. Uh, conduct two podcasts, mm-hmm. um, a broad radio ministry, and I'm not trying to give you accolades. You're a professor, mm-hmm. and so you have a myriad of duties on top of your church work. Right. My point in saying that, we took a half a day, an entire half a day, and spent with school board members yes. of Guilford County. We would definitely do that with any other county. Anyone. And so uh, we are offering that if anyone would want to do that and open up the dialogue. But listen to me. We must pay attention to what's going on in our schools. Parents, you've got to wake up. You've got to wake up to this. And uh, this is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Dr. Street's going to read some things here from Crank. And these are the very things that Mr. Peterson read in the the school board meeting. And Mm -hmm. it's going to shock you. Yeah, and and before we get to that, I will say that any of the school board members or anyone running for school board, any candidates for school board who want to come on and address these issues with us, we will be we will be very kind to you. It's not like we're going when well, we're going to ask you tough questions for sure. Doesn't matter which side of the aisle you fall on, we will ask you tough questions. But we, you know, Pam Thompson or any of these other folks, Libby Carter, any of these folks who want to come on and tell us why you support this. We would love for you to come on and explain it to us because Absolutely. this does not this does not appear very well, especially for a county like Moore County that is 
still relatively conservative. Yeah. And, and you know, you've, you answer to a conservative crowd there, and your constituency would, I'm sure, love to know what are you going to do about this? Are you going to do you support this? We're asking you that question. I think the problem is they get to the point where they don't think they they answer to anyone. I, I agree, and yep. uh, that's the problem. That's when it's time for all of them to go. Yeah. So are we ready? We're ready. All right, folks. Understand something that what we're about to read is this is the point where we're going to read something uh, that is from Crank uh, by Ellen Hopkins. That is very rough. It is very raw. So that's your forewarning that if you need to, if you need to turn it off uh, at this point, you need to do that. And let me say, this is not easy as preachers to do this. Right. I detest it. 25 years ago, I never thought we'd be saying and addressing things in the pulpit that we are today. Right. But friends, it is necessary. Uh, this is us telling you the truth. Yes, and it is, it is riddled with language, which is something that I don't ever use, but I am going to read it. Uh, in its full entirety, just so that you'll understand what our children are being exposed to. By the way, this book is in Union Pines High School, Elise Middle School, and High Falls Elementary School. Kindergarten through fifth grade folks are hearing this, and here it is. I let it do exactly that as I watched for a safe spot to pull over. We drove back off the highway, deep into a grove of fresh-scented evergreens, carried a blanket back into the trees. He pulled out a bindle, which looked a bit short, and a six-pack of beer. For the next 20 minutes, we snorted and drank, climbing to a very tall buzz. We talked and joked and giggled, and it all seemed just like it should, until it didn't anymore. It started with a kiss. Crank revved. Pistons firing full bore, passion firecrackered in tiny bursts from thigh to belly button. Oh, baby, I want you so bad. B-b-b-bad to the bone. We laughed, it was, but it wasn't a joke. Not for long. My shirt tore open. Wait. I've waited for weeks. Put up and shut up. Kisses segued to bites, bruises. Pain rippled through my body. Brendan, please stop. No, you promised. You damn little tease. Off came my shorts. Down went his zipper. I realized I was in serious trouble. I'll scream. Go ahead. No one can hear but skunks and coyotes. Still, as I opened my mouth, his hand slapped down over it. Those sublime muscles hardened. Just relax. You'll love it. My brand new Victoria's Secret shredded and I felt the worst of Brendan Paul's savoring my terror. They all love it. Had he done it a different way, I might have responded with excitement. Instead, I froze as he pushed inside. There it is. Oh, God, there it goes. It went, all right, with an audible tear. Pain mushroomed into agony, and all I could do was go stiff. You weren't lying, you bitch. I laid there, sobbing, as he worked and sweated over me. Stoked by the monster, it took him a long time to finish. Give me a line. I'll give you an encore. He pulled away, sticky and bloody, throbbing inside and out. I didn't move, didn't dare look him in the eye. What the hell is the matter, Bree? I stared up at the clouds, gathering into gloom, shrouding the moon. My name is Christina. 
But it was Bree who got me on my feet, helped me to the car, put me on the seat, kept me semi-upright on the long ride home. Bree, who staunched the blood, straightened up my clothes, unsmeared the makeup, brushed my hair smooth, willed against strength against the aching, claiming body and soul. Bree, who understood that, wasted on crank, there was nothing I could do but plot future revenge. Not a blink of remorse. Brendan didn't say a word most of the way home. He drove slowly, just under the limit. I watched him out of the corner of my eye. He didn't look so perfect anymore. His nose had a bump and his eyebrows almost joined. And of course, I knew what he was made of. Finally, he found a few words. His thank you for the gift he had stolen, the one I should have given and never could again. I will remember them forever. If I had known, you'd just lay there. I wouldn't have even bothered. And that's the end of the of the reading specifically from this. And by the way, for those who don't understand, crank is a drug. It is a it is a drug that people take to get a a raging high and uh, to to make your feelings your physical feelings accentuated and even more pleasurable. Okay, you heard it. It was so uncomfortable I had to find something else to do while you were reading it again. So I jotted down some notes. First, I want to point out this is against the law. Totally. Because in the North Carolina General Statutes uh, 14-190, Subsection 1, it says, It shall be unlawful for any person, firm, or corporation to intentionally disseminate obscenity. A person, firm, or corporation disseminates obscenity within the meaning of this article if he or it sells, delivers, or provides or offers, or agrees to sell, deliver, or provide any obscene writing, picture, record, or any representation or embodiment of the obscene. Yes. Three, it says, publishes, exhibits, or otherwise makes available anything obscene. My point is this garbage is unlawful according to our general statutes in this state. Why, Why isn't the... The, prosecu- uh, the prosecutors in the st- in the counties in the districts, we know Attorney General Josh Stein's not going to do anything no, because nothing. he's he's got his focus on on being governor and beating right. Mark Robinson. That's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. But why isn't the prosecutors going after this? Yes. This is totally unlawful. Where's the sheriffs? Yes, this is unlawful. Do your job. Yes, mayors. Where are you mayors that you know this stuff is happening in your schools, right? And your children may be even hearing this and have access to this. Folks, not only is this, you know, highly sexualized, it's a rape that is happening. We don't have to create new laws for this. We just need to enforce the laws we already have on the books. Exactly. The problem is we have a lawless society, and that even goes up to people who are in government. Yeah. We have lawless people who do not even care to enforce the law, 
and thus we are having the idiocy and the ludicrous activity that we have. Wonder why we have mental illness in the school? Because we have garbage like, like that. this. Wonder why we have to hire psychologists and have them on staff? Because you've got garbage like this. Wonder why that you have uh, things going on that's lowering the standards, the academic standards in the school? Because you're offering garbage. Yes. There is no, there is no, and look, I've been an educator I've been an educator for over 20 years, folks, from kindergarten all the way through graduate school, doctoral work. There is nothing of educational benefit in this. Nothing. Believe me when I say there's nothing that they could learn. The The writing is maybe on a third grade level, which is, that, that is by design, by the way. By design. They want to be able to get your children early and get them corrupted early. And, folks, they're destroying our children. They're destroying the next generation. Destroying the nuclear family. Absolutely. Destroying the fabric of the nation. You look at other nations in in the world, they're prepping their students for the world to come. They're prepping their students for war, literally. And you come over here and you're building sissies. Mm -hmm. You're building mental illness cases. Yes. Listen, and then school board members just sit there with absolutely no Mm -hmm. emotion. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not calling out some of the others that are good friends of mine because they've taken stands on this and they're in the minority. Yes. And they would do things, and they will do things once they gain the majority in November. So listen to me. You're going out, Pam Thompson. You're yes. going out, Libby Carter. And you, superintendent that just took on the job, you need to take note because this is unlawful, and you need to fill your students full of those things that are good and wholesome to put out the greatest graduates that you can to face this world that they're coming up in. Stop being scared. Yeah. You sheriffs out there, you police officers, mayors, uh, our, our DAs, stop being scared. Don't be afraid of the pushback that you're going to get from the left. And, yes, they're going to push you back, and they're going to, they're going to threaten you, and they may actually carry out some of the threats. But you have a duty and a responsibility to uphold the law, and not just uphold the law, but to uphold decency. Mm-hmm. This goes against every single moral law and natural law that we have established in the Western world and in the Eastern world as well, for that matter. This goes against every moral law. This is immoral. This is amoral, I will say. There are no morals in this. And I mean, even at the end of this reading, you had you had the girl actually accept that she had been raped. Now imagine, imagine a middle school boy reading this literature, and it's not literature, it's it's garbage, but reading this book, a middle school boy, and reads that and says, you know what? She accepted it, so I probably can do that to any girl that I want to as well. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a destroyed life with the girl, and you've got a destroyed life with the boy who may actually even end up in juvenile hall or maybe even prison later on for that, folks, or a pregnancy that, that you may have to be dealing with. Folks, this sort of thing, if we're teaching our kindergartners this garbage and letting them access this, we're going to have destroyed children from the moment that they step in the schools. And if our schools refuse to take this out, 
it's time for you to take your kids out of the schools. It's just that simple. Absolutely. And to sit there and do nothing is to make a decision that to, you accept this. When you have your little your little <clears throat> George book uh, discussion group to see whether or not what books you can – listen, it doesn't take a discussion group. Grow a backbone. Yes. And look at the law. Yes. Look at the general statute. If it doesn't line up with the law, it doesn't matter what culture says. It doesn't matter what people say. And don't you raise that little stupid rainbow flag in front of me and try to push that down my throat. I'm sick and tired of that. Right. This Pride Month, God doesn't like anything to do with pride. And I'm sick and tired of the 1% and the 2% of this population in this country trying to push that garbage over on me. So don't give me that. Grow backbone and a spine. Yes, and there ain't nothing prideful about sin. You know, we, we don't take pride in sin, and that is what this all this garbage is, is sin, and we are teaching our children to sin. We're teaching them that it's okay to sin, and that if anybody that doesn't accept that sin, they're the problem. Folks, we're in the midst of calling evil good and good evil that Jesus yep. said would be happening in the last days. We're here with that. We're calling good evil and evil good, and I'm, and I'm going to say one more thing about the, the pride flag and the rainbow flag and that sort of stuff, too. Look, the rainbow was a promise from God first, and it's time we start taking back God's promises and start going into the enemy's camp and taking back what the devil has stolen and co-opted for his own perverted, devious agenda. We are no longer going to allow the devil to access what God has, has uh, provided for us. And folks, let me tell you something too. If these folks want to come by and say, well, we don't want to ban books. Banning books is a bad thing. We don't want to ban books. This is not banning books. If you as a parent want to buy this garbage and hand it to your children or go to the library and pull it off the shelf and hand it to your children, you got the right to do it. Yeah. I think you are a bad parent and probably should have those children taken away from you. But if you do that, that's your call to make. It is not the school's call to do this. So we're not going to allow these people to stand up and say, you can't ban books, you can't censor, you can't. We're not calling for banning books. We're calling for this to be restricted and give parents the power, give them the responsibility, because God has given parents the responsibility to teach your children. And if you choose to teach this garbage to your children, that's your call. It is not the school's call. So we should be demanding that our schools restrict this garbage and libraries as well while I'm there. Libraries should have warnings on these books and they should ensure that before kids check these out, that parents understand what they are checking out. And, and parents... If you're sitting your kids, this is the same thing as sitting kids down in front of a in front of Skinamax on Saturday night or HBO in the middle of the night, and you not doing anything about it and letting the television cheat teach your children. If you're doing that, you need to wake up. You need to understand and start learning what is being accessed by your children and what is being poured into their heads at the schoolhouse. You need to get down there, and you need to understand what the curriculum is that's being taught to, taught to your children. Don't let this garbage continue on. That's right. Back in the 80s when uh, President Reagan signed a bill making it into law that uh, the uh, Surgeon General had to have a warning. Mm-hmm. 
Surgeon General's warning has been known to cause cancer. And that warning is still out there. It's on certain foods. It's on products. It's on cigarettes. Those same books should have warnings that says have been known to cause moral decay, mm-hmm. moral downfalls, yes. and pitfalls for nations, mm. and will result in judgment. Yes. Listen, we have drag queens, Oh. and the idiotic attorney general in Michigan said every school ought to have one <laughs> because they're doing good. We have drag queens, Apex, third ring from hell, came in the other week and says, uh, we've gone, we're bringing in drag queens and have a, a pride festival. Yeah, we're going to get pushback against this, but we've got to have a backbone of steel. We're sick and tired of it, especially when we're financing it Yes, by our tax dollars. Yes. Absolutely not. I don't get a, a vote in how my money is spent, and I'm not financing it. And if you're going to finance it with my money, bless God, you're going to hear what I have to say about it. You better believe it. We have drag queens going in there. And just the other day, we had a drag queen going in there with nothing on under his. He was a man (laughs) under his skirt (laughs) sitting there. And everything was viewable under his skirt to the crowd, to the children. Yes. And the very picture that I seen, it was blurred out. If it's good enough for the children to see it, why shouldn't you see it? Mm-hmm. My point is, this is garbage. This is filth. This is what we're dealing with. You're not pushing it down my throat. Absolutely. And you stop it, and it stops now. Parents, what can you do? Wake up. Wake up and run for school board. Run for office. Get in your church house. Do what made America great to begin with, and I'm talking about before Donald Trump. Right. Go to church. Pray with your family. Teach them. Disciple them in the ways of the Lord. Get in church. Don't talk about it. Don't claim that the church does nothing right. You're not doing anything right at all if you're not in the Word of God. Amen. Get in the church house and then be proactive. If you cannot change things on a local level, Pull your children out. God has entrusted those little precious beings to you, not to the state, not to the Department of Education, to you. Amen. And you're you're being held accountable to him for them. Do your job. School board members, do your job or resign. Yes, or face the consequences of being elected out. Now, you talked about the drag queens. There was also recently where there was a field trip that was taken to the local bar, the local gay bar, where there was a drag queen show. And there's camp. there was videos of it where the children were literally giving money to these drag queens as they were dancing and grinding around in front of them with a big sign in neon on the back wall that said, it ain't going to lick itself. I mean, folks, look. I mean, how much more insane can we get in this culture and in this society now? We don't tell me you can't. You you have come too late to tell me that this is not all planned to sexualize the children, to make to to groom them, to get them ready for these perverts to be able to come in and take advantage of them whenever they want, and it is normalized, folks. Get ready for LGBTQIAP 
for pedophiles. Get yeah. ready for it because it's coming, and they're already getting your children ready for it to accept it. That's the way that they're going to change the culture in the future and how they're going to get everything in is let's get the children to where they accept everything. They are amoral. There is nothing there that they will not do so that we can take advantage of them sexually. Folks, you need to be prepared. And let me tell you where we're headed. This is the Bible. This is the Word of God. God knows exactly where we're headed. Romans chapter 1 and verse 18. The Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth, that is, suppress the truth, in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. God says, I've given you every bit of light. I've given you every bit of truth. You have no excuse when you stand before me. Now, wait a minute. Professing themselves to be wise, mm -hmm. they became fools. Yes. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up mm. to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creator more than uh, the creature more than creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up three different times in Romans 1, verses 18 through 32. God says, God gave them up. Yes. Verse 26, gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Mm -hmm. And even as they did not like a conscious decision, intentional, mm -hmm. they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Mm -hmm. My friend, it's my understanding, according to the word of God, once God gives you over to a reprobate mind, there is no limit to the depravity, yes. the sinfulness that man will do. Being right. filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, that covers everything. And we could go on and on, but listen to me. The point is when man abandons God, God abandons man. That's right. And he gives you over to a reprobate mind. What we're seeing today in all of this mm -hmm. is that God has given each one of these over to a reprobate mind to do that which is unseemly and to do that which is has no limitation in unrighteousness and depravity. It is sickening. And the and Ellen Hopkins, who wrote this garbage, apparently is a reprobate to have even imagined this sort of stuff. Who thinks this way? Who who sits around and says, you know what, I'm going to write about children raping each other. Yeah. I mean, that is sick all in itself, folks. And there is, don't now, I'm going to sound a little crazy with, with this, but I'm going to say it anyhow because it's the truth. There is a spirit attached to this garbage. 
that when you take, when you read this stuff and you allow your children to read this stuff, that spirit attaches itself to them as well. It is an evil spirit that is designed to destroy your children. And I'm going to say this too, that if you're a pastor out there, if you're a preacher, an evangelist, a teacher, a Sunday school teacher, whatever, and you're not attacking this garbage, you, and I was just reading this this week, Pastor, you are participating and becoming in what is what the Bible refers to as the sin of Balaam. You are letting you are letting popular culture determine what you speak to the people. You are not what giving them what the word of God says because you're afraid somebody else is going to think bad of you or your people are going to think bad of you or your community is going to think bad of you. So you ta- you temper it down. You dilute the word of God. And if you are doing that, you are no better than Balaam was. And it is time for you to 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 make a stand and to speak the truth and start calling this stuff out and let your people in your church know what is being foisted upon our children and what is being what is being preached and taught in our schools you better stand up while you have the opportunity because if you don't it's forever too late yes we are so far gone as a nation and i'm not a pessimist in the fact of our country i will do whatever's necessary to fight for our country mm-hmm. and i believe that god can turn anything around at any moment it doesn't matter it's up to god but i can tell you this we are so far gone now in effect we will never return to where we have been in our former glory but I tell you, we can stop what we can right now. Yes. And we can pray and turn to God and confess our sin nationally. And listen to me. I'm not talking about unbelievers doing this. I'm talking about believers in Jesus Christ doing mm, this. If my people. If my people. Yes. His people. He didn't say Satan's people. He didn't say the lost. He said, if my people, which are called by my name. Now, I know that promise is given to Israel. But listen to me, that promise is same in the word of God, and he's given the prescription there for spiritual renewal, revival. Yes. If my people, called by my name, shall humble themselves. Wow, we have a pride problem. Yeah. Humble mm-hmm. themselves and pray and seek my face. Then will I turn from then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen. Yes, it's time, folks. We've got to get back on our knees. We've got to get back on our faces in in prayer. It's time for you to get your mind out of Facebook, get your mind out of the television, get your mind out of these things that are just that are just taking your time and start getting back in touch again with the fundamentals, with the Word of God, with understanding what thus saith the Word of God, what the Spirit says to the churches. It's time for us to understand once again that God is calling us back to holiness. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And I'm not talking about holiness of the way you you don't cut your hair, you don't wear makeup and jewelry. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about holiness of the heart, holiness of the mind. David said in Psalms that he would not set any evil thing before his eyes. And we are doing it on a daily basis. Some of us in the church, some of us who would say, that we would have a problem with this, with crank, 
we'd have a problem with somebody coming in to our homes and having sex on our couch in front in our living room in front of our family but yet we turn it on the television and we let it flood into our into our homes through that through that sewer pipe that we have in our in our homes and then our children look at us and are confused by oh well i i thought that that crank was something i shouldn't read then why are you watching it on television folks it's time to get back to the basics get back to the word of god amen we've got to bring this episode to an end but before we do i want to read this ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand yes. in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand, stand. therefore. Yes. Stand for the word of God. Amen. Stand for your family. Stand for truth and right. And tr stomp all over garbage. Amen. Absolutely. Put the devil under your feet, folks. We want to thank you for joining us on, on our on our podcast and on our presentation this week. We thank the Carolina Conservatives Network for sponsoring us and giving us this platform. If you want to sponsor us, if you want to join with us to get the message out to the world, we need you. We need you to join with us. Come on board and help Carolina Conservatives Preachers with a Punch. My name is Dr. Nathan Street. And I'm Pastor Allie Mashburn. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. God bless.